made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so glad that you're here this morning to worship God in, in spirit and in truth this morning. We invite you to stand this morning as we sing Sabbath rest. director mode down there. I was about to start this thing up. Okay, did y'all feel that this morning? Am I the only one in here this morning that felt that? Is it, is it just me? Amen. Hallelujah. I felt that this morning. I almost kicked in. I almost switched hats on you for a moment. <laughs> that felt so good. Can we just do that one more time? Can we just bring back Sabbath rest just one more time? Be here on this beautiful Sabbath Amen. day. 
This is the day that we worship and magnify the name of the living God. Amen. Out of the whole week. Amen. This day is the day that the Lord has set aside for us to reflect on his goodness and his greatness. To just get away from the cares of this where there is so much going on. Oh, we're so blessed and honored to be in the house this morning to be able to magnify the true and living God. We want to welcome you um, who are viewing us online. I tell you, in the house today, um, the energy is great. The spirit is moving. God is good as he always is. Amen. And all the time. And he is truly an amazing God. So we just want to welcome you who are viewing with us online. We just want to go ahead and ask if you could just place in the chat for those that are viewing. Just let us know where you're viewing from. We are so thankful and so honored that you have chose to worship with us here at Tabernacle of Praise. We also want to welcome you who are in the house today. Amen. Amen. We praise God that we are able to come into this physical space. That's right. Worship him and magnify him and give him all glory, all praise, and all honor, for he is truly an amazing God. Without him, we're hopelessly lost, yes. but with him, yes. we are more than conquerors. Oh, yes. And so I'm so elated this morning at the fact that he has chosen us to be able to come into this oh, physical yes. space and worship and magnify his name. Listen, I don't want to be before you long. Um, I just want to just um, share with you just a couple of things that we have before us this morning. First and foremost, I just want to give a special, special uh, shout out to Sister Aye. Amen. Somebody celebrating a birthday today. I actually cannot share her age, and you know, some women, they don't want you to share the age, but, but she said, that's all right, Pastor. We want to celebrate you for 12 years. 12 years, we celebrate you. We praise God for you. Somebody said they wish they could see 12 years, amen? But we praise God for you, and this is such a special day for her because on yesterday, amen, the Lord blessed her with a young sister. Amen. A baby sister. Miss, Don, Miss Destiny, amen. So we praise God. Your birthday today, her birthday was yesterday, but she did share with me. She said that she would like to have her own birthday. I know how that is. I know how that is, amen. Our oldest daughter was uh, born on December the 10th. Yeah, so she said don't get Christmas mixed up with her birthday. So, <laughs> so we do understand. So we celebrate you. Can we sing happy birthday to Anya this morning? I don't know if Sister Anya has a cash app, but I'm sure she has a purse. Come on, somebody. <laughs> thought I'd just give a plug for you. <laughs> so we thank you so much for um, um, celebrating with us. Also on next week, um, the um, 2nd of um, April, we'll be celebrating our youth. Amen. So we'll have our EAY Federation will be hosted here. Amen. Our AY leader is at the door back there. Can you just wave your hand for us? Amen. Amen. We praise God for Brother Jenkins, amen, and who has taken a ham. So our youth will be here. We want to celebrate them. We want to encourage them. This is a very special day. Also, I'm reminded to share with you that on that evening, there is a bowling 
I mentioned that last week, but what I did not mention was that there is a registration. So for those that want to bowl, I have that registration right here. I didn't give it to our sound tech to put on the screen. But if you want to write it down for those that are viewing at home that are in the St. Louis area and you want to be a part of this great event with our youth, uh, go to www.csayya.org backslash event and you can register there. For those that are in the house, if you want that registration, we'll have that here for you. Again, we thank God for this beautiful Sabbath. If you can just bow your heads with me as we just open up with a word of prayer. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. We thank you for this worship experience this morning. We also ask that you will cover and keep us. Do what you do, God. Let us not leave here the same way we came, but let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God, and we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Thank you again for your Sabbath. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen, amen. and amen. amen again.
Amen. Again, the grace of God. Amen. As we enter into our time of prayer this morning, we are truly reminded that God is a, a prayer answering God. That God understands us better than we understand ourselves. And he knows exactly what we need before we're in need of it. I'm so thankful that that's the kind of God that we serve. Uh, amen. The God that, that in spite of our shortcomings, it doesn't determine whether or not he's going to do what he's going to do. It doesn't matter if we uh, walk the narrow way or the crooked way or the upward way or the downward way. The Bible says that he died for the sins of the world. So whether you love him, whether you know him, it doesn't matter. He loves us and he cares for us. And he even beckons us to come to him, bring our petitions, bring our concerns, bring our stresses, bring those things that weigh us down. Bring them to him. He says, I can handle it. I, I, can, I can manage that. Bring that doctor's report to me. I, can, I know what to do with that. Uh, whatever it is, bring, bring your finances to me. I, I got that covered. I have a cattle on a thousand hills. Bring, bring that to me. Bring your sick and your lame. Bring your blind. Bring them to me. I know what to do with them. It's okay. I got this. I know what I'm doing. After all, I've spoken all of this into existence. I know what I'm doing. Bring it to me. So as we prepare our hearts and our minds, I encourage you to give it to the Lord. As we lift up in prayer this morning, um, a young lady by the name of Savon, we know that God have her. We know that God sees her. We also want to remember our brother Corey. We know God have him. God keeps his children. I ask that the Lord would just cover all of my babies as well. He have them. I don't stress at night. I don't lay awake at night. I give it to the Lord, Brother Miller, and I let it go, and I let God. So as we bow our heads, as we approach God's throne, let's just remember our church. Remember those members who have not made it back to the house. That God will direct their footsteps and lead them. Amen. At this time, for those that choose to come close, you are more than welcome. But if you want to remain in your seats, if you can humbly kneel as we approach the throne of God, it's prayer time. Our Father and our God, again, we're so thankful. We're so privileged, we're so honored to be able to open up our mouths and to bless your holy name. For you are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we're more than conquerors. And so we say, Father, thank you for saving us. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for directing us. Thank you for watching over us through the wee midnight hours. Thank you for breathing life into our feeble bodies. That we may be able to make it to this platform this morning to give you praise. We thank you, Father, for life and 
thank you for health. We thank you for your sacrifice. Yes. We thank you for your death, burial, and resurrection. Yes. We thank you, Father, because without you, again, God, we can do nothing. So we come, Father, as humbly as we know how, asking that you will search our hearts and that you will cleanse us even now, oh God, that as we approach your throne, Father God, we would do it in a way that is pleasing to your sight. Father, we take nothing for granted, but in all things we give thanks to the true risen Savior, Jesus, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one that spoke all of this into existence, the one that sees the end from the beginning and nothing gets by you and nothing can come to us unless you give it that stamp of approval. And so we bless you this morning, God. We bless you and we honor you, God. We exalt you this morning. We bestow glory on you this morning. Thank you for your tabernacle. Thank you for this place of worship. Thank you for the sweet spirit that is in this building already. Oh God, you're good to us. Danger seen and unseen how you cover us and you protect us and you keep us. Father, when the enemy tried to take us out, you put a stop to it. You threw up the detour sign and you said the road is closed and uh, there is no access uh, into my child. And so we thank you, God. Oh, we bless you this morning, God, for loving us and keeping us. Oh, we just, you you do so much for us. Oh, Father, we can't even begin to go into the asking of the prayers, oh God, because we just can't get enough of worshiping you. We can't get enough of praising you. We can't get enough of bestowing glory on you this morning. Oh, you're good to us, God. And it's evident, oh God, in the way that we're smiling and lighting up in this place whenever we call on your name. Oh, Father, there's something about the name of Jesus. Something about that name. Amen. Oh, it's something about you this morning, God, that, bl- that pumps blood in us and just give us that joy and that, and that desire to go on when the enemy tried to get us to stop. And so we bless you and we honor you this morning. So we just want to take a pause, oh God, if you will, and just ask uh, uh, that you will be with us in this worship experience. We're asking that you will be with Sister Savon this morning. Father, you know the circumstances. You know the issues and you know what's going on right now. And so we're asking that you will step in, that you will throw your weight around, that you will show up and show out. Let this child of God know that you have her in the palm of your hands. Let her know, God, that you see what's happening, that you already formulated a plan, that you've already devised the means of her escape. And so, God, do what you do this morning in her life. I ask that you will cover all of us in this sanctuary place. Father, we're dealing with issues and dealing with stuff. Father God, we're dealing with drama, mental issues, and Father God, heartbroken issues, and just life issues, oh God, and financial issues, and social issues, oh God, and, and the plagues of this land is, seems to be draining us, oh God. Oh God, we need a renewed spirit. We need a touch from you this morning. We need a new spirit this morning. I ask that you will just have your way right now. Cover our members cover those that are viewing online father we thank you that they're still tuning in 
we know that they could be somewhere else on this platform. Father, there were so many options, so, so many things and so many churches and so many, so, so many options. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There, 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 there are so many options out there, God. But we thank you that they have chosen to come and be a part of us, a part of this service today. So, Father, cover those that are viewing online. You know what they need. You know what's happening right now. You know what's going on in their psyche right now. Oh, Father God, hold them up. Hey, hold them up. Keep them encouraged. Let them not fall by the wayside. Father, we thank you for those that have gathered in the physical space. We thank you, Father, but although they're here, God, there are still things that they're battling with. Oh, God, we thank you that we were able to press out. We thank you that we were able to make it out. We thank you, oh God, that we were able to come into the house and show up and even show out. But Father, we know that there are still issues that we're dealing with. There are still stuff going on in our own personal circle that we need you, God, to stop by and do what you do, God. Have your way today. Father, bless this singing choir, this praise team, this worship experience. And again, God, as the word is being brought forth, we pray that it will come across with clarity and with understanding, with vigor and with power. And let us not leave this place today, oh God, the same way we came. But let us leave here with a newfound love for the things of God, knowing that you are the risen Savior. Bless the musicians. Bless this place today. Cover us and keep us. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Sabbath, glad to see your smiling faces. God is so good to us. We want to be reminded of our stewardship responsibilities of time, talent, temple, and treasure to share that for the glory of God. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus is steadfast, immovable. Steadfast means reliable. We can rely on Jesus. He's dependable. We can depend on his word to be true what he said. And that's how we should be as stewards. Steadfast, dependable, and unmovable. But how can we be that? Because as the song said, if it wasn't for the grace of God, none of us would be faithful stewards. We can be faithful stewards through commitment, first of all. That means make a decision to be a faithful steward. The scripture says a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Maybe I'll be faithful. Maybe I won't be faithful. You're just not going to do it. So you have to decide, I want to be a faithful steward. I want to do better. I want to serve God through time, talent, temple, and treasure. And then we have to be consistent. Make sure that you do it consistently. You know, Jesus' custom was to be in, in the tabernacle on the Sabbath. Make it your custom to be a faithful steward. Amen. 
Make it a habit to do what you say you're going to do for God. And then finally, we have to be continuous as stewards. Now, there's a difference between continual and continuous. Holidays are continual. You have it, then you don't have it, but it comes back around. Spring, summer, fall, winter, that's continual. They come and they go away, but they come back around. Continuous is like a river. It just keeps rolling along. It doesn't stop. It keeps flowing. God's love is continuous. It never stops no matter what we do. It's always coming. So if we as stewards, if we can be committed, be consistent, and be continuous, God has promised that he's going to pour us out so much of a blessing there won't even be room to receive it. Not just in finance, but in time, talent, tip, and treasure. Let us be faithful stewards to God because he's always faithful to us. Amen. Amen. At this time, I want to call our deacons forward to lift the morning's tithe and offering. And let us remember, continue to give through our cash app, dollar sign T-O-P giving. You can also give at adventistgiving.org. And you can return it to our faithful treasurer or put it into the deacon's baskets at this time. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be faithful stewards. We praise your name, dear Jesus, for giving us time, talent, temple, and treasure to use for your glory. We ask that the treasure which should be turned now should be used for a worthy purpose that is spreading the gospel message to all the world in this generation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Over and over again. Over and over.
powerful, powerful message. Powerful message. Even me, Lord. Even me. My, 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 my. Hey, hey, hey. so much. Thank you so much. Ain't a dry eye in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord. What are you going to do with him? Hallelujah. Trying to gather this thing back around. My Lord. My Lord. Oh, yes. Praise God. Thank you so much, musicians. Praise God for your gifts. Praise God for your gifts. Gifted. Gifted. Praise God for you. Amen. And to this angelic voice of a choir, of a praise team. Thank you so much. You blessed me this morning. You bless me this morning. I praise God for you, even me. You know, when you've had a week such as I, it's confirmation. It's confirmation that God still loves you. He still cares for you, that he has not thrown in the towel on you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you. Thank you for covering us. Thank you for the reminder. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for encouraging us and bringing us up from that dark place into your marvelous light. 
as we enter into this presence, into your presence through the spoken word. We again, God, just ask that you would just hang out with us just a little while longer. Lord, we thank you for showing up through the song. Now show up through the message. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we just want to jump right into God's word this morning. Found in the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. want to start with verse 9 and just read just a few verses with you. You see it there on the screen, Acts chapter 1. I just want to read just a couple of verses, starting with verse 9 down to verse 11. When you have it, please stand with me in honor of the word of God. Acts chapter 1, verse 9, 10, and 11. Now let us read this responsibly. Now when he had spoken these things while they watched he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight all together who also said men of Galilee why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will soon come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Today I just want us to look at God's gravity. God's gravity. Father, again, we thank you so much for what has transpired in this here, your sanctuary. Again, speak to us through thy word, for thy word is truth. And we will be ever so mindful to give you the praise, honor, and glory. Speak now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. God's gravity. We understand and know that gravity is simply an invisible force that pulls one down. Uh, and force that keeps one grounded that's earth's gravity earth's gravity is is what keep us keep you as as well as i um, on the ground keep us from from floating around um, in the atmosphere uh, a, a gravity that keeps us locked in in one place um, um, in, 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 in anything that has mass anything that has mass also also has gravity and so, and, and so there is something about what God has done in, in his creation um, and given us this ability to, to, to stay grounded, amen, to stay, to stay connected. Uh, I, I mean, after all, I, I don't think that any of them, one of us would, would appreciate someone floating um, um, through, throughout the, the atmosphere at this point. If someone was to start to rise up out their seat and began to hover around the atmosphere, I'm quite sure, Elder, that we would look in such amazement and probably think all kinds of things and begin to put a little distance between us and that person because God has designed it in such a way where we are uh, without any effort on our part, just simply because you have life in your body, uh, you're going to remain grounded. What goes up 
uh, must come down. You know the old saying, the bigger they are, or the taller they are, or the heavier they are, the harder they fall. Uh, 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 but, but, but here we see in our story where Jesus uh, divine, de defines all of earth's gravity, and we see him now operating in God's gravity. Uh, uh, this moment was also recorded in the book of Luke chapter 25 or 24, uh, some 40 days after uh, Jesus' resurrection. Uh, he spends some time um, with his disciples. You know, one thing I love about Jesus is that he would never leave you in a quandrum. He would never leave you in disarray. Uh, there are things that God will reveal to you, and then there are some things that God says not right now. Uh, and even as the disciples walked with Jesus, as his disciples asked Jesus certain questions like, you know, who was important, who, who would sit on the left, and who would sit on the right, and some things that they, they, they weren't privy to. Uh, uh, but, then, but then we see Jesus coming back after uh, the resurrection, and he spent some 40 days still pouring into these individuals, still shedding light on why he came. Because keep in mind, my brothers and sisters, that even as Jesus hung on the cross and his faithful apostles, his, his faithful followers, as they stood at the base of that cross, still didn't quite understand exactly what was taking place. They were still in a, in, in, in a place, uh, can't understand why is it that this Jesus whom we have waited for to come to overrule the Roman soldiers, to come and take his rightful place, now hangs on a cross. Life is leaving him. We don't know what's going on. And so even the disciples at that point still had no clue, Elder, that Jesus' sole purpose for coming was to die. If I can just put a pin right there and help some believer out as you wonder why all the stuff that is going on in your life, what is the reason for all of this? I just want to help you out, if I may, to let you know that simply because you are a believer in God Almighty, trouble is going to come. A trouble is going to show up not just in a, uh, 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 in, in a small amount, but it will show up in such a way where you will even question your very existence. You will begin to question if what you are doing is even worth it. If I can help some faithful tithe member out here today, uh, you've been faithful in your giving. You've been abiding by the commands of God, and it seems as if your ducks just don't want to line up. It seems as if the finances just seem to always seem to be pointing in the wrong direction. Uh, I just want to encourage you this morning and just help you along the way and just let somebody know that even when it doesn't look good, even when it doesn't sound good, when it's in the hands of God, it cannot help but to be good because we serve a God that understands the end from the beginning and know exactly what's going on so as Jesus hung there as Jesus hung on a cross um, his disciples were still in disarray his disciples still didn't understand and that's why Jesus not only came back uh, to help these individuals to understand the reason uh, that he had to come or uh, that he had to leave uh, was also the give them an instructions of the starting and the beginning 
of the church. And so God is often uh, represented here as we look at verse 9 of our text today. says that now when uh, he has spoken these things, uh, while they watched, uh, the Bible says he was taken up. And the Bible says a cloud uh, uh, received him uh, out of their sight. Uh, uh, that, was your, that, 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 that right there really kind of just stuck with me um, as I looked at the fact uh, that this cloud showed up and took Jesus out of their midst. In other words, it wasn't like Jesus just simply floated away until they couldn't see him no more. No, 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 no. Jesus, as he was ascending, the Bible says that a cloud came and engulfed Jesus, uh, and now they can't see him uh, anymore. Uh Oh, can I just help you right there? Because I know you're going through some things this morning, uh, and I know it seems crazy right now, uh, but if I can just let you know right now uh, that you have been covered by God, uh, that although it looks crazy on the outside, uh, there is something going on on the inside, uh, because what you see really isn't what you see. Uh, What's going on right now really isn't a reality because God has covered you and I love the way that God uses clouds you see God often responded by clouds in the Bible let's look at Exodus a pillar of cloud that led the Israelites through the wilderness we can also look at how the Israelites when they were at Mount Mount Sinai that God covered the mountain in a cloud and in smoke you see God uses clouds clouds to cover up. God uses clouds to hide. God uses clouds so that he can keep from those that are watching the mystery of what he is about to do. Not only that, but we see that how God uses clouds at Mount Sinai. But even Solomon brought the Ark of the Covenant into the new temple and God filled the whole building with a cloud of his glory. Oh, yes, I love the way God uses clouds because the Bible tells me that when God showed Peter, James, and John the glory of Jesus doing the transfiguration, if you understand the story, he spoke to them, the Bible says, from the cloud. You see, the cloud covers up. The cloud keeps things from individuals. And God says that I will use you, even Jesus, even Jesus, the Bible says says uh, when Jesus return uh, at his second coming um, the Bible says uh, that he will come with clouds uh, in the clouds you see God's gravity God's gravity is not like earth's gravity you see what God does uh, what God do is so above and beyond um, what we can think of or even imagine Um, and I understand and know uh, that when God moves uh, and when God acts uh, he acts according uh, to his will Uh, he acts according um, to his plan Um, he's acting according to his purpose uh, because see God see what we can never see God 
understand what we cannot understand. That's why the Bible didn't allow uh, uh, the disciples or the apostles uh, to witness Jesus descend um, until he, they couldn't see him anymore. It wasn't like he faded away um, oh, like a little dot. Uh, the Bible said that he was covered with a cloud. Now watch this um, because the Bible says um, that when Jesus returned this time, uh, not only is he coming on the cloud, uh, but way off in the distance. Uh, oh yes, son, you will see Jesus uh, first of all as a little cloud, uh, as a small hand, uh, as just a small dot. Uh, and as he draws closer, um, he will become a little larger and it becomes a little more evident. Uh, and now he will become a little more revealing. Uh, but see, when he went away, uh, as they watched him, uh, oh yes, they were able to see the cloud cover him. But when he comes the second time, it's going to be off at a distance. He's going to be off at a distance. And as he draws closer, then it's become, it will become a little bit more revealing. And I would like to suggest to you today uh, that the reason why God uses that approach uh, is because he's still giving you time. He's still giving you an opportunity to make your calling and election sure. Jesus said, I, don't, I, I could just kick the door down uh, and come in right now, uh, but that would be too easy. Uh, that would be too much. Uh, I want to wait a little while. I want to slow roll this thing. Um, I want to come in and such a way uh, that you will be able to enjoy the fullness uh, of my glory because if I come too quick uh, it'll take you by surprise if I come too quick um, it just may overtake you but I gotta slow roll this thing um, I gotta ease you into this thing um, I gotta come just a little bit at a time that's why God shows up the way he do uh, that's why God don't bless the way that we would like for him to uh, he said I gotta give it to you in increments um, I gotta give it to you in little bit uh, just a little bit here and a little bit there. I, I, I can't use the big spoon. I know some of us, when we like to eat cereal, I know I'm one of those. I'm telling on myself, I like to use the biggest spoon in the house. Come on, somebody. Because I love to be able to, you know, that little spoon. When I was a child, I ate like a child. But now that I'm a grown man, I eat like a grown man. I don't like the little spoon. And if it's a little spoon in the drawer and it's a dirty one in the sink, I'm going to wash the dirty spoon out. Come on, somebody. Because I got to have a big spoon. So God said, I can't give it to you like I want to give it to you. I know you're grown and you think you're grown and, 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 you, and you have all the answers, but I got to give this thing to you in portions. I got to give it to you in increments. So God shows these disciples as they stood there. The Bible says as they watched him, as they watched him fade away. Jesus has already been laying out his instruction. He's already talked to the disciples. He laid it out in the book of Acts very clear uh, that Jesus was teaching that for the Holy Spirit, in order for the Holy Spirit to come, he said it's imperative uh, that I leave. I must return back to heaven. There are some things that has to happen in order for me to, uh, and, 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 and that, that has to happen in order for uh, it to happen I must leave I must take my rightful place up in heaven now, if I don't go to heaven then the Holy Spirit cannot come not only that but the Bible encourages us and reminds us that Jesus this is the start of the church this is the beginning where the church is now beginning to take its form and take its roots up right here in the book of Acts uh, because the Bible says that when the Holy Ghost come upon you you shall now have power you see at first the, the, the disciples uh, 
didn't have that power. They didn't have the power to go out into the world, uh, to transform the world. Uh, they didn't have what they needed in order for them to be a transforming agent. Uh, there were some things that had to take place. Uh, and one of those things was Jesus uh, had to descend. Uh, he had to ascend, should I say. Jesus had to leave this place. Uh, he had to leave this world uh, in order for us to make a better world. Uh, Jesus had to leave this time zone uh, in order for us to be effective uh, in this time zone. Uh, there were some things that had to happen. Some things that had to take place. Uh, because see, after the crucifixion uh, and the resurrection, Jesus spent these moments with his apostles, uh, with these disciples, uh, steady pouring into them, uh, steady speaking life into them, uh, steady shedding information on them, uh, steady revealing some things to them uh, that they puny little brains just could not handle. And if the truth be told, uh, they were already in overload. Uh, they still trying to process. Uh, can you see them standing there? They still trying to process uh, that this Jesus, uh, who I just witnessed uh, some 40 days ago, uh, hanging on a cross uh, with blood dripping down his head, uh, blood dripping down his arms uh, and his feet, uh, nails driven through his hands. Uh, I've watched him. Uh, I've witnessed this. Uh, the spear being driven uh, into his side. Uh, I'm watching this uh, and I'm witnessing this. Uh, and just 40 days later, I'm standing here and I'm watching this man speak to me, teach me, talk to me. Oh, if I can just stop right there for a moment and just, just make it real clear. Because most of us, if not all of us, have lost someone, has lost a loved one. And if they showed up in your living room today, if they showed up in this church right now, I'm sure many of us... If not all of us um, will have some questions. Um, I don't think we will sit down um, like these young disciples um, set at the feet of Jesus um, and received instructions from him. Um, but they understood uh, um, the, what they were dealing with and who they were dealing with. Um, they realized things are now starting um, to come into shape. Um, things are now starting um, to come into play. Um, and the proof of the pudding uh, is when the Holy spirit showed up and began to transform their minds that's why we're able to stand here and we're able to sit here and be able to deal with the gospel the way that we do because it's not our logic it's not our thinking but it's the holy spirit that's thinking for us that is speaking to us and through us it's not our ideology it's not our ways of doing it, but we are under the unction of the Holy Spirit and I suggest to you today my brothers and sisters that as the disciples stood there as these young men stood there as they watched the Bible says that they were in amazement they were stunned but even then they trusted because they understood now as verse 10 reminds us and shares with us that and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up they were still stunned they were still shocked they were still in amazement I can't believe what has just happened here I can't, it's just it's just blowing my mind right now that I'm standing here talking to Jesus 
And it's not like they didn't know it was Jesus. They knew who they were talking to. And the Bible says, as they stood there gazing up, uh, watching uh, with this intense look on their faces, uh, the Bible says, uh, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Now, these two men, we find these two men uh, 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 before. We see these two men uh, as they stood at the, at, at the tomb of Jesus. Uh, you know, I love the way God set things up. Uh, I love the way God reveals things uh, how he shows us through his scripture, how he shows us through his word uh, that what he's doing on this side uh, is the same thing he's doing on the other side. Uh, and while he's doing it over here, he's setting it up over there. And while he has setting it up over there, it's already been set up over here. So no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you deal with it, at the end of the day, God has already prepared this scenario. He began to show this them already before it even unfolded before it even happened he tried to show them on the mount of transfiguration but it went over the head he tried to show them in his death burial and resurrection but it went over the head and now God said I'm gonna step back down here I'm gonna step back in here and I'm gonna show you in another way and guess what it went over the head he said I tell you what I'm gonna do I'm gonna send my Holy Spirit to help you along the way and the truth of the matter is family of God even with the Holy Spirit as real as he is it still finds itself going over many of our heads we still don't take it seriously we still don't realize that what God is doing he's doing with intense he's doing in a hurry the Bible says it in these last days that these times will become quickly that when he comes there will be rapid movements there will be movements that were moving so fast that it's going to go over most of our heads So it says, I have something for you. You see, we're always in the presence of Christ. You see, God understood that there was going to come a time where we're going to need to see him at every level. That there will be a time when the world is going to get so messed up, it's going to become so chaotic. Where we're going to need to look for Jesus at every turn. We're going to need to be looking for Jesus at every level, at every situation. Every time something shows up, we're going to be needing to look to Jesus. You see, we can never, we are never out of his sight and therefore out of his mind. So God is always in the presence. God is always in the future. God is always in the past. There is nowhere we can go where God hadn't already made his mark. It doesn't matter how things look. God is already there. I know what they said tomorrow, but God is already there. I know what it looks like right now, but God was there before the now got here. God already understood that this thing was going to happen. He already paved the way. It's just sometimes we lose track because we look at what we see and not at what we know. We get caught up in what's happening right now and we lose our train of thought and we fail to realize, my brothers and sisters, that we serve a God that has already dealt with that stuff. Not just yesterday. He didn't just deal with it last month, but I want to help somebody along the way that over 2,000 years ago God had thought that thing out and he already thought it through. He already saw it. He already dealt with it. Uh, the problem 
problem that we did, that we as, um, as believers, my brothers and sisters, we tend to get caught up in the right now. Because if it's not happening right now, then we lose our little faith. If we don't see it right now, then we get a little discouraged. When the doctor says something right now, oh, we get a little broken hearted. Instead of us understanding and realizing that even before the doctor formulated it on his lips, that God had already prepared a way of your escape. Before they even dealt with the issue, God had already devised a plan. I know it looks crazy right now. That's why he came back and said, listen, family of God. Listen, people of God. There are some things that you're going to have to go through. But I want you to know that I will never leave you and I will never forsaken you because you're always on my mind. You're always in my heart. I'm always thinking about you and always making a way of your escape. I know there are some things that we don't want to have to go through. But the truth of the matter is, brothers and sisters, up. That's our escape. That's how he devised it. If Jesus had to bear the cross, if there was no other way for man to be saved but through the death, burial, and resurrection, then there are times, family of God, that you're going to have to experience some things. Although it looks crazy, although it looks rough, it looks as if this is not possible. But God said, this is your deliverance. This is how I will save you. This is how I will help you. This is how I will get you over the hump. If you walk through it, I know it. Come here, Daniel. In the lions, then you may not have to go in there if you want to be delivered. Come here, Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. You may not got to go in the fiery furnace if you want to be delivered. Then you got to go through it. You mean I have to experience cancer if you want to be saved because cancer Cancer is what's keeping you on your knees. Cancer is what's keeping you praying. Cancer is what's keeping you dedicated. Cancer is what's keeping you in my presence. Come here, child of God. I know it looks a little crazy. I know it looks a little hurtful. Come here, sister Barbara. Vertigo. I know it's painful. I know it's hurtful. I know sister Elaine is battling right now. But if you want to be with Jesus, you got to go through. Come here, pastor. I know you got some issues right now that you need me to break you free of. But if I break you free right now, you're subject to stop praying. Come here, elder. I know you got some issues right now. I just want to help you in the kingdom because there are times that God would allow drama to show up in your life because that's what's going to keep you. I know he was saved from the uttermost, from the guttermost to the uttermost. I know he's a right now God. I know he's a saving God. I know we speak truth to power, but there are some things, Brother Miller, that God got to allow us to go through because that's what's going to save us. That's what's going to keep us. So Jesus came back spoke with these young men because they had lost their thought. They lost the whole idea that this is why Jesus came to seek and save the lost. 
I know it's hurtful. I know it's painful. But Jesus said, my gravity, my way of doing things is not like the world's way. You see, the world's gravity will keep you earthbound. World's, the earth's gravity will keep you on planet earth. But God's gravity has the ability to raise you up just a little bit higher. God's gravity has a way of taking you up where no man has ever gone before. God's gravity, oh, I feel my help up right there because God's gravity will get you into places up where everybody else can't go up. It's God's gravity that will place favor over your life. God's gravity is the kind of gravity that I want to live by. That's the kind of gravity that I want control in my life. Because as the disciples stood there, as they watched Jesus, as he began to ascend. Uh, number two, we see here that his ascension in the, is a demonstration of all sufficiency of righteousness of Christ on behalf of all believers. You see, when Christ rose, the atoning sacrifice of Christ had removed our sins and our guilt. And his righteousness has provided our acceptance with the Father. So Christ came back and he understood that we needed just a little bit more. He said, I can't leave you right there. I can't leave you in that state of mind because Christ is a human and divine high priest who sympathizes, comforts, and saves sinners. He knows exactly what we are doing and what we need before we're even in need of it. So his ascension helped us. His ascension shined a little light on the situation. The atonement of Christ was a once for all complete and perfect atonement. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Because what Christ has done on the cross and in his ascension, he said it is done. You see, we say it was finished on the cross. Oh, yes, we preached about that thing. Oh, yeah, we say it is finished. But Jesus said it was finished on the cross. But now I got to come back and wrap it up. I got to just go on and give you what, they, what we call an a, a, a encore. And so we came back and spent 40 days with these brothers. You see, because he ascended to heaven, Christ is the head and Lord of his church. We can rest in that. We can, we, can, we, can, we can rest in knowing that God is the head of what we're doing. It's not us. It's not me. It's not I. But it is Christ that guides us. It's Christ that directs us. It's Christ that's leading us. It's Christ that's orchestrating us. And I believe and suggest to you right now, my brothers and sisters, that the only way that we were able to experience what we've experienced earlier is because God has been moving all week long uh, that there have been some issues all week long uh, there has been some troubles all week long uh, that you had to deal with that I had to deal with there have been stuff going on uh, all week long uh, that each and every one of us in our perspective places uh, had to deal with uh, and God said I know uh, because what's going to happen is uh, we couldn't see it on Monday we couldn't understand it on Tuesday and then when Wednesday rolled around it just wasn't making any sense uh, but then 
then Thursday rolled around and we said, you know what, God, I'm not understanding it, but I'm going to trust you anyhow. And then Friday rolled around and we began to thank God for the Sabbath. And then we woke up this morning and we stepped in this place and all the stuff that you were going through and all of the stuff that you was going through and all of the stuff that you were going through and all of the stuff that I was going through. God said, I'm going to use your stuff. I'm going to use your stuff. And I'm going to use your stuff. I'm going to use your stuff. And your stuff. And your stuff. And my stuff. And when we all come together in one place of worship, all the stuff that we've been going through has now been transformed into a praise party. It's been transformed into a place of worship because the stuff that we went through just prepared us for a place where we can worship him, where we can call on his name in troubled times come hell or high water. We've learned to walk with him. We've learned to talk with him. We've learned to lean on him. When everything else was falling and left and right. We've come to a place in our different places of experiences in one place a common place where we can now worship him and thank him. Thank you for your ascension. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for your death. Thank you for your grave. Thank you for the problems. Thank you for all of my issues because when we all get together what a day of rejoicing up that will be up when you come in one place uh, with all of that stuff uh, that will be a time of transformation uh, when we can set the atmosphere to at rest uh, when we can let the world know uh, that the God that we serve uh, is a risen savior that he's true to what he said and true to who he is because all of the stuff Jesus said, I have to come down here. I have to come down here one more time. I have to come down here and let you know that it's going to be all right. That it's going to be okay. Not only that, not only that, but we see here that, uh, that, that, uh, that uh, Christ, that there is an, an, an essential relationship between the ascension of Christ and the coming of the Holy Spirit. This is very vital because Christ understood that in order for the Spirit of God to come, in order for the Holy Spirit to come, it's imperative that I get out of here. I must leave this place because we both can't be here. I can do more for you away from you than I can with, 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 well, with me being with you here right now. There is so much more that God wants to do for his people. So he said, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit come upon you, you shall receive power. I'm going to give this thing to you and you shall have power to live right. Power to walk right. Power to talk right. No more should we fall victim to our old circumstances. No more should we fall victim uh, to our old ways and our old issues. Uh, I get it, my brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm about as human as you are. As a matter of fact, I may be a little bit more. Come on, somebody. I 
understand struggles and I understand problems and issues. I understand heartache and loneliness. I understand what it's like to be talked about. I understand what it's like to be a thumb. I understand what it's like to be a third wheel. I realize that I've gone through that. God prepared me for that. I get it. But at the end of the day, God is still mandating us to stand when everything else looks crazy. To hold on to his unchanging hand. Because when the power of the Holy Ghost shall descend upon you, you should have the power to be able to break loose of the stuff that has held you bound. But the problem is we don't trust him like we should. We don't lean on him like we should. We allow stuff to detour us and to sidetrack us. And we make excuses of why we do and why we don't. And instead of us walking in his favor and believing in God and trusting him in the midst of it all. Instead of us doing that, we allow ourselves to fall short. I love the way T. Marshall Kelly put it. He said, if I die and my soul be lost, it ain't nobody's fault but mine. Because God has given us everything we need through the power of the Holy Ghost. You see, the invisible spiritual life is is imparted to us by the Holy Spirit who came as a result of Christ's leaving this earth. And because Christ ascended into heaven, you and I can all have him right now. So no more do I have to wait for Jesus to get off the L train. No more do I have to make an appointment and see what his calendar looked like. No more do I have to go over to Ypsilanti somewhere and meet up with Jesus. Now I can be right here right now and simply call on his name. No longer do I have to wait for him to travel from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. No more do I have to wait for him to get from D.C. to L.A. No more do we have to wait on that. We can call him right now. We can call him in the morning and call him in the noonday. Call him anytime we want to. He's always there. Oh, I love the fact that he's always there. He said, I'm always there. Just call me when you need me. Oh, yeah. Not like a genie in a bottle. Because, see, a genie in a bottle only gives you three wishes. Oh, yes. We don't serve a God that deals with wishes. We serve a God that deals with commands. He said, I command you, Satan. Back up and give me 50 feet. He said, I speak with commands. I speak with authority. I speak with the unction. He said, I spoke. Let there be. And there was. You see, a genie can't do that. You've been a ran out on the third day. Come on, somebody. We'll, we'll be short right now. We'll just have three days that we'll be dealing with. But God said, I'm a God of all creation. I'm a God of all that there, that there is. And there's nothing that is that wasn't by me. Let me finish this thing up. Let me finish this thing up. Let me jump down here because we understand. I'm going to give you these here five real quick, real quick, real quick takeaways from this text right here. Number one, we see here that Jesus, he opened heaven to our human nature. And otherwise, as the disciples stood there and they began to look up, they saw, they saw that, the, that, 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 that the bodily, the resurrection and the ascension that Jesus 
brought his human nature into heaven and he opened the gates of heaven for us, for you and for me. And just as by his raising from the dead, he became the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. That's why I praise God. So my daddy who died trusting in the Lord, my daddy who died believing in the Lord, my daddy who died with God's last words on his lips, my grandmama who died giving God praise. That's why I could stand here with the faith and the, and, 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 and the belief that because Jesus rose, they arise too. Because Jesus rose, when I die, I will rise to up because what Jesus has done, I can now stand on his promises. Not only that, but we can see here that Jesus will send this Holy Spirit. As I just spoke about, Jesus promised to send the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the spirit of truth uh, uh, to, to, to his apostles. Uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will bear witness to him, uh, dwell within them, uh, and teach them all things, uh, and bring all things to their remembrance. Uh, that's why you and I, brothers and sisters, uh, we can trust in him, uh, even, when we don't, when, even when we can't trace him, uh, because it's the Holy Spirit that will open up your understanding uh, but let me help somebody out uh, just so they don't think they can lay the Bible under their pillow uh, and go to sleep uh, and they're going to absorb it that way uh, oh no no that's not how it works uh, the Bible says uh, that the Holy Spirit uh, will bring those things to your remembrance uh, in other words uh, you got to put something in there for it to bring something out uh, you know that old saying uh, junk in you got to put something in there in order for something to come out. So if there is nothing in there to bring to remembrance, nothing but uh, 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 secular things, then that's all that the Holy Spirit has to work with. That's why I encourage you to spend time with God. Talk to him on a daily. Open up the word and read it on a daily. Spend some time in prayer. Let him know that in the, when the rubber meets the road, that if you need something, Jesus, you can use me. Thirdly, thirdly, the what Jesus, Jesus, uh, uh, the work that Jesus did uh, 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 was a work of the church at the beginning. As the church began, Jesus has now set the stage. Jesus has now opened up, opened up the pathway for the church to start. Now this is the this 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 is the beginning stage. Just before he ascended, Jesus gave his apostles, uh, his disciples, uh, the great commission: uh, go there and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost he had already given them the authority to celebrate his Passover or the, or, or the Lord's Supper should I say God has already forgiven us of our sins he had already instructed them to return to Jerusalem and wait for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God has said, that's where you start, right there in Jerusalem. Start at home base. Start right there. And when the Holy Ghost come, then I need you to take this thing, take it on the road, spread it abroad. Let everybody know, women, boys and girls, the big ones, the little ones, the short ones, the tall ones. It doesn't matter, red, black, blue, or green. Let them all know that this message is a message for it to a dying world, not just to a generation not just to a culture not just to a certain place but this is a message for a dying world go baptize 
make disciples. That's what his ascension is telling us. Not only that, number four, that Jesus, he remains present in the world in a new way. I just spoke about it now. Jesus is able to spend time with you and me at the same time. Now we can spend this time with him and not have to worry about anything. Oh, I love it. I love the fact that I don't have to worry about anything. That I can just lean and trust on Jesus. Jesus ascended to heaven but his promise to remain with us is fulfilled most perfectly through the Holy Spirit. Lastly, Jesus ascended to return at the end of time. He said, I'll, I must leave. I love the way John put it. He said, I must leave. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place, I will come back and I'll receive you. It's imperative that I leave. If I don't leave, I can't come back. And me coming back this time is not going to be like the first time. You see, the first time I came, I came as a babe in a manger. But this time when I come, I'm coming with all power in my hand. I'm coming with all authority. I'm coming with my righteous right hand. I'm coming with, with, to, to fulfill the promise that I've already, that, that I've told you a long time ago. That if you walk with me, if you trust in me, if you lean on me, that I have my reward with you. So the work of the church began at this juncture. The day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came out, poured itself on all flesh, every living tongue, all of those in the upper room, some 120 individuals. And the Holy Spirit came down. And the Bible says they began to speak in tongues. And I know it's a scary subject because there are a lot of tongues, not just outside the church, but even in the church. But the Bible says that they began to speak with this tongue. The Bible says that individual was able to understand what they were saying. They knew what, what they were saying and they were amazed at the fact that these individuals were speaking in their language, but yet they were not of their culture. They were able to understand what they were saying and they even accredited to them as being drunk. But because of the hour of the day, it was not possible for them to be drunk. So if I can help somebody along the way, that God has a plan of saving all of human race. And God uses the Holy Spirit to speak a language, amen, that you and I may not speak in our own dialect. But the Holy Spirit can come upon you and just like I don't know anything about speaking Spanish. But the Bible says that in that time, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you will be able to speak to your Spanish brothers and sisters and they'll be able to understand what you're saying. Because we have to understand that every gift that God gives you is never a gift for yourself, but it's always a gift to help somebody else. So if you have a gift that you're speaking in tongues and can't nobody understand it but you, then I will question that tongue. I would question that gift because all of God's gifts are to edify and uplift the church and not an individual. 
I realize and understand that Jesus, Jesus is the Lord of all. Jesus is the Lord of all. That Jesus is supreme in all aspect of the way. I'm closing. I'm closing right here. I'm closing right here because Jesus said, I must go. I must go. He said, he also said, men of Galilee, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will soon come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. This same Jesus uh, that you've witnessed, uh, this same Jesus uh, that you saw uh, taken away from here, this same Jesus uh, that you witnessed uh, on the cross, uh, this same Jesus uh, that you saw uh, as he stood there on the cross, as he hung there on the cross, uh, this same Jesus uh, that you are witnessing right now, uh, this same Jesus, uh, the one that broke bread uh, and fed multitudes, uh, this same Jesus, uh, the one that walked on the water, the same Jesus, uh, the one that is defying gravity, uh, the same Jesus uh, that is opening the eyes of the blind and the ears of the deaf, uh, the same Jesus uh, that has given the ability to the lame to walk, uh, the same Jesus uh, as you are watching him ascend, uh, you will see him come again, uh, you will see him come again, uh, but this time when he come, uh, he's going to come with power, he's going to come with glory, he's going to come with the authority with all of the heavenly hosts uh, they'll be with him and oh what a day that will be uh, when we able to look up my sisters uh, and my brothers uh, and all that we're going through right now uh, won't mean anything uh, as a matter of fact uh, I will submit to you right now uh, that when we see him uh, our thinking is going to change uh, when we see him uh, our ideas will change uh, because the Bible says uh, when we see him uh, we'll be like him uh, that's why when I see him uh, I don't worry about this stuff anymore and I'm going to be honest with you today uh, because I can't wait to see him uh, I'm going to practice right now uh, this world don't mean nothing right now uh, so when I do see him oh my shout going to be a little bit more happier uh, I could jump a little bit higher because I've been practicing uh, all along the way uh, I've been practicing uh, every step of the way uh, I don't have to wait to see him uh, to shout I don't have to wait to seem to give him praise. Uh, I already know uh, that he is real. Uh, how do I know? He's real in my soul. He's real in my soul today. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Uh, nobody, not nobody. I mean, he's my rock, my sword, and my shield. Uh, he's a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Uh, he's my everything. Uh, he's my bright morning star. Uh, he's my food when I'm hungry. Uh, bread when I'm hungry. Uh, water when I'm thirsty. Uh, he's my battle axe. Uh, he's everything that I need. Uh, all by myself. Uh, I don't worry anymore because Jesus, uh, he said, I'll stick close to you. I'll ride with you. I'll roll with you. I'll talk with you. I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. He said, I got you if you can just trust me. I got you if you can just lean on me. I got you if you can just believe in me. I'm trying to let it go, but something within me, something on the inside, trying to work his way on the outside something got a hold of me I can't let go of 
I want to let go, uh, but he's been that good to me. He's been that great to me. Uh, oh, I could go all day with this one uh, because God is greater to me uh, than anything has ever been. Uh, he's always covered me uh, when I didn't know he was there, uh, when my wheels should have came off my van, uh, when all five lugs should have came off. Uh, God said, I got you. I shouldn't be here, but God is a good God. I shouldn't be here, but God is a righteous God. I shouldn't be standing here right now, but because of his grace and his mercy that is renewed every morning, I shouldn't be here, but God said, I have a work for you. I shouldn't be here right now, but God said, I got something for you. I know I'm not by myself this morning. I know I'm not by myself this morning. I know there are some folk out here that God has done great things for. I know there are folk out here that God has done great things for. He woke us up this morning, started us on our way, put food on my table, clothes on my back. I know I'm not by myself. I know I'm not by myself because he's good like that. He's good like that. He's better than good. He's great. He's awesome. He's amazing. He's all that I need. All that I I want uh, all I could ever have. I'm trying to drop the mic up, but the mic won't drop me. Uh, I love him. Uh, I care about him. Uh, oh, I love you, Jesus. Uh, you're worthy and you're awesome. Uh, Father, we thank you today. We magnify you this morning. We give you praise and honor and glory for just being a good God. I know you out there in TV land, as some would say, out there on the internet, and you're wondering what's going on. But I got to confess that God has been so good. God has been so great. He done so much to me and done so much for me when I should have been dead, sleeping in my grave. God is good. I'm trying to leave the mic up, but the mic won't leave me. I thank him this morning. I thank him. I praise him. I honor him. I give him. I'm going crazy for Jesus this morning. You don't know like I know how good God has been for me. You can't tell it like I can tell it how good God has been to me. Oh, he's better than good. He's amazing. He's awesome. He's all that and more. You can't stop him. You can't keep up with him. God know exactly what's going on in your life and in my life. Oh, I praise him this morning. I praise him this morning. Oh, I praise him this morning. Hey, 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 hey. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's good. He's great. He's awesome. You see, God took me down a road. I was a Baptist. I was a Pentecostal. Now I'm a seven-day Adventist. And God has taken all of that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Woo! God has taken all of that and he's using it for his glory because we're entering into a time. We're entering into a space. We're entering into a place where it's not about how it used to be. 
COVID came along and shut it down. But yet we trying to bring back. And God is saying, I'm trying to do something new. I'm trying to let some stuff loose in this season to set the captives free. And the only way it can be done is through the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. All of us got stuff. All of us in here have stuff. We all have it. And God sees it. See, we look good for each other. I brushed my teeth this morning because I don't want to come in here and offend nobody. Amen. That's outward stuff. I put deodorant on because, again, I don't want to offend no one. I shaved and I try to look presentable as I stand here so, so you have something pleasant to look at. Come on, somebody. <laughs> if I had razor stubbles and a broken beard, you, you wouldn't focus on the message. You'd be worrying about his pastor all right. I got matching socks on because I get happy and sometimes my pants fly up. I don't want you focusing on my Mitch Mac socks. So I try to do what I can to help you along the way. But how many of you know that it's deeper than Mitch Mac socks? It's deeper than how your breath smells. It's deeper than the cosmetics of how you look. Which I'm glad you took about 30 minutes to get it together. I praise God for you for that. But that's not going to cut it. There is some thinking that's going on that needs to change. There is some heart that needs to be changed. There is some forgiveness that needs to be dealt with. We don't want to touch that. We don't want to deal with that. See, I love praising the Lord. So I love getting all that stuff dealt with. I try not to offend nobody, Sister Bev. I try not to, I try not to make nobody feel uncomfortable around me. I don't want nobody husband and wives and all that stuff. No, 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 no. We are family up in this place. And we look out for each other. We look out for each other. Because we're all trying to get into the kingdom of God. And we are responsible for each other. So, with that being said, we all have a responsibility to make sure that we are ready to receive Christ when he comes. And if you have not made your calling and election sure, if you know that you need to reconnect, recommit, rededicate, if you know that you need to make it right with Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity. Ha ha. 
I want to give you that moment right here, right now. This is just us. It's just us. It's just us. We family up in here. We family in here today. And not just today, but every day. But we family in here. So if you want to reconnect with God, I invite you to, to come and let us pray. Is there one? 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 If you've been blessed by this message, I just ask if you would stand on your feet. We're about to pray. Lord, I got excited today. Lord, you're so good to us. We're about to pray. Father God, thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Thank you for being a friend that's sticking closer than any brother. Thank you for supplying us with what we need. Thank you for this sweet spirit, this atmosphere, this place of worship. We give you praise. We know that it is nothing but your goodness. Thank you for being here with us, visiting with us, supping with us. You kicked us off right, Jesus. You started us off with the Sabbath praise, Sabbath rest. Took us to the offering, celebrated you with our giving. We took it on up a little bit higher, Father. Even me. Even me. And now we understand that your gravity wants to take us up and not down. We ask your covering over each one that is under the sound of my voice, be it online, be it in the physical space here, that you will cover us and keep us. Let us not leave here the same way we came. Let us not have this experience and then walk away the same way. But let us walk away higher, more confident, more in love with you. For we anxiously await that day when you come. Forgive us again of our sins, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's put our hands together and worship God in this place. Hallelujah. All I can say is to God be the glory. Holy Spirit showed up today. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, for that beautiful message and allowing the Holy Spirit just to use you. God's gravity. God is able to keep us. Amen. Uphold us with his right hand. So just hold on to that message. We want to just encourage you to be faithful. Encourage somebody to come to church this Sabbath. We want to have an emphasis on our young people. We got to bring our young people back in. Amen. Amen. Next Amen. week, we're having our AY here at the church. EAY. EAY. Amen. And we want to uh, remember this Wednesday, we're going to have our slam prayer meeting. So we won't be on our regular line. Amen. So at this time, we want you to stand. So we'll have our benediction and our 
deacons will dismiss us as we tell the world about Jesus. Amen. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful and thankful that you showed up this morning, Lord. We pray that you will break every chain, Lord, that's been holding us, Lord, and free us to tell the world about you, Lord, and your saving grace. Now bless us and keep us until we meet next week. As I pray in Jesus' holy name, let the church say amen, amen. and amen. amen.